Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is Friday, September 29th, and yes, we're going to talk about baseball. We have three days left of the regular season, I think. There might be something on Monday, but we'll talk about that in a moment. I am not going to talk about the SP Roundup because what's the point? We're going to be talking about all those guys through for the next six months and right now, it's about today's starters, tomorrow's starters, and Sunday's starters. Also, I do want to know, it's really strange with the Marlins and Mets. That was a suspended game where the Mets were up after eight innings. Then they started the ninth. The Marlins scored two runs, and then they suspended the game. Now, if the Marlins are out of playoff contention, maybe that game doesn't actually get played on Monday to be to its conclusion, which would mean I don't know what how the stats work. It's all strange. I believe the Mets would win after eight innings, or if that game does matter, the Marlins would have to complete it on on Monday for playoff implications. Yeah, it's a wild one. Uh, I don't know when you're going to get those fantasy points. Probably different per league. Definitely look into that one. I don't believe you can start guys on Monday for the conclusion of that game, though. Weirdness. And including that is also the post moments today already for the Mets and the Phillies. So take note of that. That's Tyler McGill and Tywin Walker game moved to Saturday. Okay, but let's talk about Friday's starters. We only have Zach Gallen in that auto start here. We had a lot more, and they all just got stripped away from us. So it's just Zach Gallen against Houston. Okay, do well, buddy. Probable start here is Lance Lynn, Yusei Kikuchi today, not tomorrow as they swapped with Jenjin Ryu. Eric Cabrera, Kyle Hendricks, Nick Pavetta, Cal Quantrill, and Alan Winans. I imagine the Yusei Kikuchi swap was because if he's going to go in the playoffs, that would probably be as the SP2 or 3, or maybe as a relief. I don't I don't quite know. That opening series uh, would likely be Gosman, Bassett, and Barrios, but then he would start on Saturday the next week. I'm not exactly sure why the switch happened, but we're going to go with Yusei Kikuchi. Uh, Eric Cabrera is also going today, not tomorrow. Lots of changes today for the next three days, but I think it was established today where there's a lot of question, and I think the next two days shouldn't change that much. We'll see. Um, but Eric Cabrera, I do like this one against Pittsburgh more so than the other ones here. Um, you have Kyle Hendricks against the Brewers, which should be fine, but who knows how the Brewers are going to do inside of Milwaukee. They could be kind of relaxed a little considering they're locked into the NL Central. Nick Pavetta, Cal Quantrill, and Alan Winans are also options. I like Nick Pavetta for the strikeout reasons against the Orioles. Cal Quantrill against the Tigers. That splitter is, I guess, a thing now, and the Tigers aren't very good. And you also have Alan Winans against the Nationals. I feel like that's a good win chance, and it's worth your time. But maybe not. Maybe I'm overreacting. Uh, to Winans, who didn't do so well last time against the Nationals, but I just don't think the Nationals are that good, and I'm going to do it. Questionable start here. I moved Joe Ryan down into the start of this one. Why? Because we saw Sonny Gray go about 60 pitches last time, and I imagine the Twins are going to be resting Joe Ryan as he should be, I think, the SP2 or 3 for that series next week, which means he starts Wednesday or 
Thursday, it should be Pablo Lopez or Sonny Gray. If not Pablo Lopez, for that first one, it should be Pablo Lopez. And then Sonny Gray and then Joe Ryan. Uh, for those three games next week, good luck to the Twins. Um, this one, it's in cores. It just doesn't really feel like he's going to go that long, but maybe he goes five innings and demolishes with his fastball. JP France against the Diamondbacks. Decent win chance. They are fighting for that spot to hold off the Seattle Mariners to get that wild card spot. Maybe even win the West. We'll see. Should be a crazy weekend for the AL West. And by the way, I should mention on Sunday, of course, we're going to watch all of the games at 3 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday, talking about all the implications and watching them and jumping around and all that fun stuff for those three hours. So be there on Sunday if you're watching the last bananas chaos of the season. Uh, we'll be there at 3 p.m. If there's nothing up for grabs, then whatever. But then we'll just watch Zach Greinke. Okay, cool. Uh, John Means against the, the Red Sox. He's a Toby. So, okay. I don't really want to go for it because I don't really feel like this stuff is that great. But at the moment. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, Dylan Cease just had an amazing outing. The best we've seen from him. And he gets the Padres. So, I don't know what we're going to get. We've seen the fall from grace before. We've seen him be amazing and then terrible the next time. The Padres are good offense. So on and so forth. It is a cherry bomb situation. Carlos Rodon against the Royals just dropped down to 94 miles per hour. How could you do that after being 96 and change? Ah, I want him to be there, but we'll see. I don't know. He could just recover one last start to showcase that you actually have it in the tank, Carlos Rodon. Brian Wu is going against the Rangers. What a series this is going to be. I mean, the Mariners are just going through the gauntlet now. They're trying to keep their head above water. We'll see. Brian Wu... Four-seamer is sometimes amazing, sometimes not. And the sinker sometimes is good arm side. And then he has the cutters. And I don't know where we're going to get here. Uh, Nick Martinez against the White Sox. If he goes five innings, this could be a very sneaky stream here. He went three and then four as a starter. However, the Padres have turned to Pedro Avila for uh, the follower to be around in the fifth inning. So you might just want to go for this anyway for four innings. Imagining that. Because the White Sox are so bad. Especially with Lucas Robert uh, out. It's just no... That's not a good offense. Nick Martinez can do really well here. So it's a sneaky, sneaky play there. Um, just don't expect like six or seven innings. I don't think that ceiling is there. Aaron Savali does have that against the Jays. Likely not going to happen. Um, but he is of consideration here. I think the Jays are just too good of an offense. And Aaron Savali, when he's able to get those cutters, I guess, upstairs and curveballs down, he can be very good. Um, but yeah, we're not going to see like that 12 strikeout game probably. And Ken Waldachuk against the Angels, actually a very interesting stream because the Angels are terrible. And Waldachuk has three pitches now. It's a change included with that slider and fastball. What's his command like? I don't know. But this is interesting and very, uh, I would target this if I'm searching strikeouts on Friday. Joey Wentz leads off the do not start tier. There is a strikeout chance there against the Guardians. So there could be something there. Uh, but yeah, Joey Wentz has been very bad. Um, and not to mention the Guardians are not really the biggest strikeout team. So I don't really want to go for that. Nathan Evaldi against the Mariners. We've just seen his velocity decline massively. And this is far too risky. I don't expect him to go five innings. Chase Silseth against the Athletics. He's coming back. I'm super happy for him. I have no idea how many innings he's going to go. And if he has any sort of ability that is worthwhile here. Colin Ray, I guess, has an outside chance of being okay against the Cubs, but that's that's it. That's all I got. Jordan Lyles against the Yankees. He's a werewolf, so we all know how this one goes. A werewolf being once a month. He's very good. Quinn Priester against the Marlins. He's showcased some ability to survive, and that's all I can tell you, but at least he can go five, six innings if he's okay. Brandon Williamson, same thing, but he has not been okay. So, yeah, not really something that I want to do there. I... 
Ty Bloch against the Twins. Uh, not really a fan of that one, of course. Uh, and then you have Keaton Wynn. Maybe it's like three, four innings against the Dodgers. Maybe you see Alex Wood or Ross Stripling after. Don't don't want to do that. I mean, maybe Keaton Wynn does go five. We've seen that before, but I just don't believe in this, especially against the Dodgers. Trevor Williams, never Trevor, especially against Atlanta. And Jake Woodford, the Amish Mustang against the Reds. I'm going to talk about Saturdays and Sunday starts as well. To help you win that championship, we're going to talk about those games after this break. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat. But Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. And that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Spencer Strider, Luis Castillo, Justin Verlander, Merrill Kelly, and Michael Waka all lead off that auto start tier. Uh, on Saturday. Yep, pretty straightforward here. Again, I don't expect super high inning totals for those aces. So Spencer Strider, he might be limited. Luis Castillo, well, he's fighting, so he's going to do the same with Justin Verlander and Merrill Kelly. We're going to get maybe some extra playoff implications tonight, which could ease up those um, innings. We don't know. But then there's Michael Waka, who should be fine to start as much as he wants because he really hasn't started enough this year. So that's kind of cool against the White Sox. Probable start here, you have Christopher Sanchez against the Mets. They might limit him. I don't think they will, though. And Christopher Sanchez, is he even in that playoff rotation? I guess it's Wheeler and Nola and then what? (laughs) So maybe it is Sanchez number three, which means they don't really push him here. Uh, maybe they want to get more opportunities inside the rotation before the season ends. I'm not sure. I think if he's starting, you can go for this. This is a doubleheader game. Connor Phillips against the Cardinals is my stream pick of the day. The more I thought about it, the more I liked Connor Phillips here as your strikeout play before the uh, end of the season. The Cardinals are laboring. That is, they have no Wilson Contreras and no Arenado. Um, that could be a very interesting start that he throws hard with a good slider. Um, same thing could be said about Joe Boyle, who's in the questionable start tier. He's also considerable as a streamer, but he has a couple other guys I like more than him. Still, against the Angels, the Angels are so bad. Just Boyle is more of a thrower than a pitcher, I think, than Connor Phillips. That is, command is worse with Boyle, in my view, from what I've seen, than Connor Phillips. Also, I think Connor Phillips has a better fastball when he elevates it. Uh, Clark Schmidt does lead off the questionable start tier. If you remember, wait, Nick, wasn't he in the probable start? Yes, and if you remember yesterday on the podcast, I really debated if it was worthwhile, and I said today, you know what? I think the Yankees are not going to push Clark Schmidt much. He went 80 pitches about in the last one. The ceiling hasn't been too high lately. Yeah, it's not that it's not that good of a start for me to chase. Clayton Kershaw against the Giants. I think they're just going to limit him too much. Uh, Cutter Crawford against the uh, the Orioles. There is an outside chance this does work. I don't even want to say outside. It's like a decent chance. His secondary stuff has been good. The four-seamer has been good. The Orioles inside of Campton are not too scary. 
yeah, it's okay. Jordan Wicks is a Toby against some Brewers. All right, these are all questionables, of course. And here comes Joe Bi- Joe Boyle. Here he comes. Uh, and then uh, John Gray against the Mariners. Why isn't he higher after looking so good last time? Because he left his start with right wrist tightness. I don't know if that means he's going to be limited or not. I don't know if the Rangers are going to be in a situation where they will have the AL West secured or something along those lines and John Gray won't get pushed. So keep that in mind for uh, for Saturday. I really hope he's all good and is able to pitch at the same level because it was amazing sliders and amazing four seamers upstairs. We'll see. Junji Ryu got pushed back to Saturday against the race. He's a Toby. Same, uh, well, not same. Kyle Gibson is the cherry bomb, the poster boy for it against the Red Sox. Who knows what we're going to get there. Zach Littell is also a cherry bomb. He had 17 whiffs last time, but that was a peak performance and he still didn't get a win. And uh, yeah, I don't know what we're going to see from Zach Littell. Jose Quintana is a decent dart throw against the Phillies. Why? Because I imagine the Phillies are going to be taking it easy a little bit. Jose Quintana just got 10 strikeouts against them. However, the ratios were bad last time because, yeah, it's still the Phillies. And 10 strikeouts are kind of weird. So I'm on the fence about this. There is, I think, is a very large range of outcomes here for Jose Quintana. Davis Daniel gets the athletics. Who's Davis Daniel? He's an Angels guy who has decent command. And just, you know, it's like 93 94. Maybe that works. Maybe it does. Maybe is it 91? It's it's not a good fastball, but it's not below 90. Okay, cool. Uh, maybe it works against the Angels. He at least will go 90 pitches, and that's the positive there against the Athletics. Anyone who goes 90 pitches against the Athletics has a decent chance. Alec Marsh will have an opener against the Yankees on Saturday, and yeah, he has a strikeout uh, upside here that is tantalizing, I think, because of the sweeper, and uh, maybe that works. I'm not really going after it though. It's probably gonna be like four innings or so. But the Yankees are susceptible to it, so we'll see. Tristan McKenzie against Detroit on paper seems so good, except you remember way second, he went 1.2 innings with six walks last time, and the Guardians are not going to push him here. So I hope they do. I hope they say, you know what, Tristan McKenzie, you need one start, a like really good one. And maybe that happens. But also it could be like three innings and still the terrible command here last time. Mike Clevenger was on a really good roll, and I you could arguably say he's still on it because it was only, what, two earned runs, I think, in six innings last time, but he had zero strikeouts. Zero. And now he gets the Padres. I mean, come on. We know that good roll was because of the bad opponents, right? Chris Paddock, this is so fun, is going in cores. Doesn't matter. He's starting again. And he's been in relief pumping 98. I think they said he hit 100 in the minors, which is, wait, hold on a second. Chris Paddock was like a 94 and change fastball guy before Tommy John. So this is cool. I really hope this gives us a good indication of what we're going to see next year. And I'll be watching this, but I really don't think that we're going to get a lot of Chris Paddock here. And it's more of just a tune-up before the playoffs. But I have in the bottom of questionable just to be like, hey, maybe they say, you know what, we need to see you for five innings. Well, we'll see. Uh, Drew Rum leads off the do not start here. And there is some temptation there because we've seen some success with that 91 mile per hour fastball. He had a high CSW last time with it. Even though I just still kind of question, is it deception or something? I'm not sure. It is a red. The reds are not a terrifying offense. So maybe that does work out for Drew Rum if you're really desperate for something. Other ones to consider here, Ryan Weathers against the Pirates. Whatever. Uh, Andre Jackson has gone five, six innings before, but oh boy. Um, Jansen Junk. Against the Cubs for the Brewers, we saw like one or two starts. And I was like, guys, we should not be leaning in on Jansen Junk. If you remember that from the beginning of this year, Carl Kaufman against the Twins. Uh, yeah, that's for the Rockies, by the way. No, thank you. You want to Don against Atlanta? No. Tristan Beck, who might have uh, Ross Stripling involved in this. I don't want to touch it. Uh, it's like Keaton Wynn. Uh, maybe not Ross Stripling. That was yesterday. Maybe this is Alex Wood. 
but it's against the Dodgers, and we just don't know what the inning stuff are, and it's just no thanks. And then I have no idea who's going for Detroit. There's an idea that's a reliever that might get an opportunity. I don't know. Whoever it is, we're not touching them. And then you have Sunday. Sunday is chaos and wild, and we have no idea, and there are all these starters that will likely get limited, and then we'll have some that all of a sudden just go super high pitch counts, and we're like, okay, I guess. And we have Blake Snell. I hope he's making this start. He should. I want him to do it. He has the Cy Young now, and I want him just to have that one more. It's just really just caps it off. Uh, you have Kevin Gosman, Kyle Bradish, Hunter Green, and Michael King as well. Kevin Gosman, they might not start him because he should be game one of the playoffs, but if there's any sort of question that he that the Jays aren't uh, in the playoffs, then he'll start. But they should be in the playoffs. So if he is, there you go. Game one. Uh, not going to start this game. Kyle Bradish, they don't need to um, They don't need to save Bradish because they have a bye in the first week that is the Orioles. And they might want to start him here. I would imagine they would hold him back. Like, why, why throw more? Hunter Green against the Cardinals, I think they're going to start a lot. Because he actually didn't get all of his innings this year. He was hurt. So they want to stretch him out more and make sure he's comfortable. Especially after last uh, his last outing, which was so bad. And then Michael King, same kind of idea. They want him to get more time in the rotation. I don't know if they're going to really push him too far. But I do imagine he's going to make that start against Kansas City. Those, so all of those are in the top tier. Probable start tier is Eduardo Rodriguez. I apologize for the confusion on the podcast yesterday. Um, against the Guardians. Yeah, if he's starting, you go for it. He's probably going to do all of it. And, uh, sorry, go for the full amount. Considering he might opt out of his contract uh, for next year. He might want to showcase himself one more time. George Kirby depends on the situation for the Mariners. If they have the playoff spot which I think is possible, I mean, it's three games or two games before it, then uh, if they have that if they have that playoff spot, George Kirby's not making the start because he is the game two or game three starter uh, for the, the Mariners, probably game two. Um, so keep that in mind, but if they need this, yeah, yeah, you can expect him to go as many innings as possible here. Uh, Lucas Giolito against the Tigers, I'm really happy they're giving him this other chance because Lucas Giolito deserves to have this one last opportunity to earn his paycheck after being really weird the past month or two. And since against the Tigers, I expect Giolito to ball out here. Um, Bailey Ober against the uh, against Rocky Road. Uh, he's going to be mostly in relief in that first series and really just be a possible starter for the next one if they make it. So, yeah, he still needs to be stretched out here. Um, they might limit him to four or five innings, though, if it's all locked up with the AL Central, which it is. So you might not see a lot of that one. Bryce Elder, I feel like the... I feel like Atlanta's like, yeah, let's save our bullpen, please. Bryce Elder, go and do things against the Nationals. Um, so that's a probable start for me because he could, has a decent win chance. You have J.P. Sears also at the end of this as my stream pick of the day. Because, again, the Angels are terrible. And J.P. Sears is Eric Lauer 2022, which means there's a good strikeout upside here to Chase. Questionable start here. Bobby Miller looks like he is starting for the Dodgers against the Giants. I don't expect it to be more than four innings. Um, it's a great situation and all, but yeah, question will start because of that. And why wouldn't he go longer? Well, why would you throw Bobby Miller more and the Dodgers get the buy so they don't need him for a week? Uh, Justin Steele against the Brewers. I think he's gassed. <laughs> um, if they need that victory, which it might be the situation, they're going to throw him out there. But yeah, uh, this is not something I'm looking forward to. Uh, Taj Bradley against the Jays. Yeah, that makes sense that they'll throw him here because he's, is he part of that rotation? For the playoffs, maybe he is. It's Glasnow, it's Eflin, it's Savali. Yeah, they throw him out there. Uh, Kenny Rosenberg against the uh, the Oakland Athletics. Um, this is a Toby start as he has a good changeup. 
Um, by the way, Taj Bradley is obviously a change, uh, cherry bomb there. Um, Kenny Rosenberg has a chance to go like six innings here and uh, with a good changeup against the Athletics. Jose Budo is very interesting and he might go higher up if the Phillies are just resting all their starters. If they are, really honestly circle that Budo start. They'll let Jose Budo start properly. And I might even push him into probable start if you see guys like Harper sitting and Castellanos and Schwarber and so on and so forth. Um, that could be very, very interesting for a good Sunday stream. So circle that one. Tanner Houck against the Orioles. It's a good slider and nothing else. But again, Baltimore might be resting. Adrian Hauser against the Cubs. He can just chuck fastballs and sliders and whatever. I, I imagine they'll actually like let him start properly because they want to rest their bullpen and he's not part of that rotation. Uh, you have Kyle Harrison against the Dodgers. I like this because he was sick earlier in the week and the Giants said, look, we want to give this kid one more start to really get his confidence for next year. I don't think they'll limit him. I think they'll actually let him have a real start here against the Dodgers. The Dodgers could be resting everybody. If Kyle Harrison is throwing strikes, then this could be very good. Um, it could also be absolutely terrible. So big, big range here. Uh, Hunter Brown against the Diamondbacks. I think he's completely fatigued. And it's the Diamondbacks who might be fighting for something too. This, honestly, I feel if the Astros are out of it, they will not start Hunter Brown here. And Michael Lorenzen against the Mets. The Phillies are going to try and rest everybody. So they're going to likely push Lorenzen as much as they can. He has been in relief. So he might not uh, be able to go too long. Also, they might want him as a long reliever. So they might not push him too hard. But I don't know. There is a chance that he does actually get like six innings here. He hasn't been good for a while, though. He's out of rhythm and all that kind of stuff. I don't really want to go after it. And then do not start here. We have Zach Greinke against the Yankees. Uh, Miles Michaelis uh, against the Reds. Ryan Nelson against the Astros. Chase Anderson against the Twins. These are desperate plays. I mean, Greinke is going to ball out, I hope, against the Yankees. Miles Michaelis, sure, he could go, could go seven innings in his 35th start of the year, which is insane. The third time that's happened since 2011. Um, Ryan Nelson, I don't trust against the Astros. Um, and then Cody Bradford against the... Uh, the Mariners, maybe, but my gosh, I can't believe the Rangers would do that on a desperate day. Osvaldo Beto, oh gosh, I'm against the Marlins. Jose Arana, never against the Padres. And Jackson Rutledge against the uh, against Atlanta, absolutely not. All right, that is it for today. Thank you all so much for your support. I hope you enjoyed. Um, actually, if you are interested in being a staffer here at PitcherList, uh, we have some exciting things to actually announce, I think, next week. Um, but uh, yeah, we put out our yearly uh open hiring process so if you want to be you know most people here are just uh they have a full-time career and they just want to help out part-time everybody's paid for what they do here um so definitely consider applying and we look forward to meeting you all right that is it so my name is nick pollock and may your babs below and your strikeouts high